0: everyone, welcome to What Really Works, a mental health podcast for young adults and youth. In these podcasts, you can expect to hear us chat about mental health and provide well-being tips and tricks with the odd joke thrown in. What Really Works is brought to you by Discovery College, an initiative ran by the Canadian Mental Health Association, Kelowna, where lived and living experience and learned experience informs everything we do. Now let's get started with today's episode.
1: Hello, what? really works, listeners. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think this might be my last uh, little podcast with you in the booth. <gasps> I think you might be right. What really works, listeners, I am moving to Victoria.
0: Woo woo, which, woo woo. if you're not from British Columbia, oh is yes. uh, a fair way from It's Kelowna. in British Columbia. It is yeah. in British Columbia, but you do have to get a ferry
1: together. Yeah, so it's about four and a half hours from Kelowna south. Four hours? No, it's not. Well, it's south, like west, like west, yeah. yeah, southwest of Kelowna, and then you go to Vancouver, and then you take a ferry from Vancouver to Vancouver Island, and then you find me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a little next stood week, there. yeah. Just be stood there,
1: <laughs> welcoming <Waving>. everybody. Hello. <laughs> oh Yes, yes, yes. So, but hopefully, we will still be getting together.
0: Yeah. So we're going to be testing out audios and things like that, and seeing how that goes.
1: Yeah. Taking it from that. I just won't let you escape me <laughs> or the podcast. I'm, I'm going to it. hang on. So today we are going to be discussing... Languishing. Languishing. Yeah. That's the best word.
0: I'm actually really excited to talk about this. Well, not really excited, but um, I would say we were actually just talking about this when we we're going through well, our notes that we both feel like we've maybe just slowly coming out the other side of languishing.
1: Well... I didn't even know that languishing was a thing. I was just describing feeling the and feeling unmotivated and, I don't know, maybe a little bit more settled but not super anxious. Just overall feeling quite beige or feeling quite gray, you mm-hmm. know, just not a lot of excitement, super apathetic. And then Becky's like, oh, yes, a podcast on languishing. And I was like, there's a word for this? Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. And you know what? It's become a bit of a hot topic. Yeah. since especially since covid because i think it's a term that has really described a lot of people's experiences yeah and i think for a lot of us we've probably experienced languishing maybe like for like a day or so but i think since you know in these past 18 months i think a lot of us have been experiencing like prolonged languishing yeah kind of uh periods kind of thing so it's become quite the hot topic to talk about especially within the mental health world But also outside of the mental health world when we're kind of just like, I just
1: feel Oh my gosh. It's all I've been talking to my friends about. Well, not all, but (laughs) talking to my friends about it a lot. Let's open up our Becky dictionary and please look up the definition of languishing. Languishing
0: um, is a term, it's actually a relatively new term in the mental health world. So it's from like the early 2000s. So the still noughties. relatively new. Yeah, the naughties, as I like to call them. And basically what it is, it's a sense of apathy. So what that means is like just kind of not feeling much feeling in response to things. Like um, disregard
1: or just, yeah. yeah. Or
0: like someone telling you something that's really exciting for them and you're kind of like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, normally you might feel excited for that person or happy for that person, but you're just not, you're not feeling it at that moment. Yeah. Um, it can also be a sense of restlessness. Um, feeling kind of like unsettled or just generally that like overall lack of like interest in things going on in our lives Um, or life in general yeah life in general or just like the even the things that normally bring you joy maybe they they just like don't excite you that much anymore like I always just describe it as kind of that that feeling of like meh
1: or like a lack of drive too is what I experience a lot is yeah not really having life momentum
0: or, like, finding it hard to focus on, in, on like, anything. Yeah. Right? Or even, and the, the important thing about languishing isn't that it's, like, a feeling of, like, good or a feeling of bad. It's kind of just a feeling of, like, meh. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel bad. Like, I don't feel sad. But I'm also not feeling happy or content. I'm just, like, pretty flat. Yeah. in my emotions oh I like that Flat yeah and your
1: emotions yeah for sure it's yeah it's a feeling of disconnection disconnection from ourselves disconnection from others disconnections from our emotions mm-hmm. from our surroundings from our life and just an overall feeling of just being yeah unsettled and unsure and, and, and it's really tough and I think a lot of people are experiencing it right now
0: yeah I think a lot of it is, I think so many of us have just been like I feel so unmotivated just like everything feels like a huge task sending one email at work (sighs) feels like like that was my day's worth of energy yeah you know those kind of feelings of like Jesus and even just like general tiredness like I was saying before like I feel like I've come through the other side of my language and I probably say I feel like the past month I've been having a really tough time with it yeah um and just like I've genuinely just felt like emotionally mentally exhausted but also physically exhausted just like the like you say that whole of me of just like not having that drive not having that focus
1: i feel as though often when i'm languishing too i have drive. well not necessarily drive i have motivation for everything that's not really important and what i need to be doing <laughs> <laughs> for like I don't know because I'm trying to st- you try to stimulate yourself, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, okay, I'm not really feeling anything. I'm feeling really, really disassociated from myself and from my friends and from the people around me. So then I tend to find myself in behaviors that are a little bit more, Yeah, going out with friends a little bit more, just like trying to stimulate myself Mm -hmm. in that way, but then nothing, you know, like still not having fun, still not enjoying myself, still not really being present in the moment. And that can be super frustrating Yeah, and make you think as though like, oh, am I depressed right now? Like what's going on with me? I think a lot of folks, especially when we are languishing, don't really know how to place that feeling Mm -hmm. because we're so used to classifying ourselves in like a positive or a negative space rather than just like this general overall space of not knowing yeah or not feeling
0: yeah it's um it can be really confusing yeah because you know quite often we'll just be like well why am I feeling like this I've got no reason to be feeling totally. like this.
1: yeah and that's super invalidating for ourselves too because then it's like I you feel as though you have no excuse to be feeling the way that you're feeling right because you're like well there's nothing really that's making me sad there's nothing really that's hard that's going on right now for me or nothing that I'm able to identify that's changed but yet I have no motivation. I have no drive. I have no like sense of worth almost is what I feel. Yeah. And
0: it's kind of just like, so where do I even go from here if I'm not having all these things? And then what makes it even harder is I, what I was having a really hard time is like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know the things that are going to help me make, f- help me probably feel a little bit better. Oh, totally. Or like something that is going to at least get my body moving, something like that. But because I'm languishing, then I don't have the motivation or the drive. Um, I remember there was uh, one day where I told myself I was just going to go for a little bike ride because I live like close to downtown in Kelowna. So it takes me like 10 minutes to cycle to the waterfront. And it was like, if you cycle to the waterfront, go to the beach and just put your feet in the, in the lake, that's going to make you feel so much better. Like just that, that physical sensation. And I think I probably had that thought at 10am and didn't do it until 6pm. Oh yeah, because I was like you all did day. It though.
1: I did good for you.
0: But <laughs> how did it? Well, how
1: did it feel when you went? Were you like, oh god?
0: Once I was like moving, I was like, and had the fresh air in my in my lungs. It definitely helped. And I find, and we will talk about later a little bit more about some specific things that can be really helpful for us or might be helpful for us. But I find like physical grounding things really helpful for me when it comes to languishing. So what I mean by grounding is really taking time to be like present in the moment and really focusing on like your physical senses so like me going that's why i was like if you go put your feet in the lake it was one of the days where it was a little bit more chilly in Kelowna. so it's like it's gonna feel cold on my feet it's gonna be like really refreshing i can really focus on that feeling kind yeah shock the
1: system a little bit
0: yeah so that's something that i tend to find helpful so yeah like once i got going it did make me feel a lot better and every time something like that happens i tell myself um every time i'm like why didn't you do this sooner?
1: Yeah. Well, it's because I've got lots of reasons why. (laughs) Yeah. And I find when, especially when you are languishing, it is so incredibly easy to come up with the most wonderful excuses for why you're not doing anything. Right. It's like, uh, I'm not going to go. I do want to go to the beach and I know that this is going to be super helpful for my mental wellness right now, but I have this to do or I don't, i'm tired so i'm not gonna go or i don't know like whatever excuses we come up with in our head that make no sense and stop us from doing things yeah i
0: feel like everyone has maybe not everyone but a whole lot of us have experienced
1: languishing in some shape or form i think yeah and like you said earlier especially with covid Mm -hmm. and it's just expedited by the fires Mm -hmm. and just feeling stuck in place and as though we're not really moving forward maybe as individuals, but also as a society in some ways.
0: Yeah, so maybe let's just talk about why some of us are experiencing it or even why maybe so many more of us are experiencing this kind of collectively. Because I think we all kind of quite often are experiencing individually for like different reasons at different moments in time. But like we said before, these past 18 months, there's definitely, like like all of my friends and you said your friends, there's been conversations about just, I'm unmotivated. I'm just tired all the time. Like, I just feel flat. I'm just, like, I have no focus. All these different things, right? Where it's, like, so many of us are experiencing this right now. Like,
1: like, Especially as young people when I feel as though a lot of us, you and I, and a lot of our friends are in the position in our life where we feel as though it's time for us to really hit the pavement hard, Mm. you know? And make those... Big life changes, make those big money moves, live your best, live your best life, mm-hmm. or or every all those things that we say, because you know you're like in your twenties, you're really seeking like professional development, personal development, lots of adventures, and having languishing kind of cover all of that in a big gray blanket. Is, can feel really suffocating and mm-hmm. tough, especially I think at when you're young. Well, yeah, and that's what's so
0: interesting is the research has found young people are kind of most prone to experiencing languishing. Makes
1: sense because we there's often I would don't want to say a lack of direction but figuring out our direction Mm. in life. And when you're languishing, having that motivation and having that determination and just like passion is super key in trying to find your direction Mm. in life and where you want to go. And yeah, if you don't have that and if you're just... Yeah, just chilling and you have apathy towards that then it can make us feel really bad about ourselves
0: yeah and you know that's then compounded by the amount of pressure that young people experience and feel oh yeah whether that's pressure from ourselves so I know you've mentioned before on the podcast that you put a lot of pressure on yourself to like be always doing your best and always like pushing yourself oh yeah I'm an instapot I just <laughs> pr- pressure on
1: pressure pressure pressure
0: and then, so we have that <laughs> pr- type of pressure, but then we also have the pressure from society, especially the very like Western capitalist society, which is like, you always need to be busy, you always need to be productive, you always like, you're, you need to be having this like big goal and this big purpose that you need to be constantly like working towards, kind of thing, right? And that just puts so much pressure on ourselves. Even just the fact that that pressure can just actually create so much stress. is in our lives that our brain is like this too much yeah
1: and then we shut off yeah exactly we disconnect because it's too much i'm like how do you stop that from happening
0: (laughs) (sighs) well i feel like part of it is just like how we think to ourselves but
1: yeah trying to be kind to ourselves yeah the other thing that i was thinking about and i don't really know how to put this into words right now but if we look at everything that's been going on recently there's been massive changes I think in a lot of the ways that we as a society discuss certain topics especially like and the way that we as a society and especially as young people are advocating and the way that we are engaging with advocacy in general like just like this constant stream of okay let's talk about like We're talking about like black rights and like trying to support our BIPOC community and then really paying a lot of attention to LGBTQ folks, really paying a lot of attention to like global warming and like helping the environment, really paying attention to everything that's going on in Afghanistan right now. Like we just have so much information and so many things that I think young people and especially that young people want to engage in and want to help and want to be there and and support and pour their energy into. But then we're languishing. So it's like, are we really pouring energy into those things or like feeling bad because you don't have enough energy to, I, I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Well, I feel like the thing
0: is, is when we, are wanting to advocate and have an impact on so many really big things that can lead to languishing, right? Because yeah. it can lead to us questioning, like, well, why, why am I pushing for this? Like, how much change is this actually going to make? which can lead to languishing right because we can have that drive and that motivation and then when we're not getting when we're not seeing change happen or we're not seeing change happen fast enough then we can it can rise those questions of like well one can lead to languishing just because we're literally exhausting ourselves from like pushing and pushing and pushing for change and things like that or like impacts learning that kind of stuff but then if when we're not seeing it, then that can also lead to languishing because it's like, well, now I'm unmotivated because I put all this effort in and trying to do my absolute best and my drive doesn't feel like it's being enough. Yeah. So then that can just lead to that feeling of like, well, blah.
1: And I think there's just so many of, so much of that happening right now because it's not only like our social justice circle, it's not only like our world and our environment, but it's also like COVID of having and wanting to drive for change and like pushing ourselves and trying to push other people to really be creative with their thinking and to question everything and to try to like be compassionate and supportive and we want to see things start to turn a corner and when that corner is not being turned and we're continued to be like bombarded with not only negativity but with quite the opposite of what we want to be seeing of what we want to see happening in the world, I think that just totally expedites the feeling of languishing because it's like, what's the point in anything, right? I think a lot of us feel that way of what is the point in anything right now? And that's a super, super tough place to be in because you feel as though, well, what what am I going to do to support myself? What am I going to do to help myself out of this? Yeah. Or help myself while I'm going through it? Yeah. It's it's a lot. And also... (laughs) the core things that we do enjoy that usually would help us to support ourselves during times where we do feel disconnected and we do feel as though we don't really have a life purpose have changed a lot. Yeah. And involve maybe like more thinking when it even comes to doing it. Right. Yeah. It's like there's 10 steps to get to that instead of just the two steps that there used to be before. And when you have no motivation. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, it's kind of just as well, even in the sense of if we think about it and let's, uh, You know, think about COVID and the current restrictions, especially within the central Okanagan, right, means that only so many people are allowed to go around to a house. And you might a friend might invite you over, and normally, without COVID, you'd be like, okay, this is what makes me feel good, is going socializing with you and spending time with you, right? You don't have to think about it that much. It's just, okay, I'm going to go do an act or something that brings me joy, brings me social connection, whereas what's really hard now is... And I think the reason why we're so tired and the reason why, one of the many reasons why we are experiencing languishing is because it's like, well, no longer is it just this thing that I don't have to think about to go enjoy myself. It's now something where I have to like, you know, think about, okay, is this something I'm comfortable with? Like what what's the scenario? Do, like what are the boundaries that I need to be setting, right? There's all these things that involve effort for us to be able to then go do these things that bring joy, right? Which is just un- unmotivating, right? If it, sometimes it's just like, well, I'd rather just not Or even a thing for me is like, like you said about recharging ourselves is normally I like go camping every weekend to go recharge. I get really itchy feet if I stay in like the town for too long. Um, I just have to kind of go away and be away from people and just like be outdoors. But with the like really extreme heat that we've had in the central Okanagan and the wildfires, it's just meant that I've not been able to do that. And I think that's part of the reason why, especially in that, this past month, I've been languishing so much because I've not had the opportunity to do the things that allow me to recharge and just like be me. And also the, I've not been able to do the things that are the reason why I've chosen to live in Kelowna and live in Canada, which is also really hard for me. It makes it really tiring and unmotivating because it's like I can't even do the things that I've emigrated for and tried like and have the privilege to be able to do, right? And that can just be incredibly tiring and disconnecting too
1: well and it's not your decision yeah I think is a big part of it if when I feel depressed when I feel unmotivated under different circumstances it's a little bit I feel as though it's a little bit more on me, right? Because it's like, okay, let's get yourself together. What's going on with you? Let's figure out where your emotions at. Let's figure out like what's changed in your routine to try to support yourself with this feeling of languishing. But in what you were just saying, you know, it's not in your control that you can't do any of the things that you want to do. And so you feel unmotivated. And unfortunately, I feel like you need to have something in your control to be able to then move forward Mm -hmm. with your life and move forward with whatever it is that you're driving towards, that you feel motivated towards, right? Like you have to be able to take control of that situation. And because we're under this weird umbrella of just – and none of it that we can control, it's like how do we move past the languishing then? It's really tricky.
0: And then one thing that I didn't kind of really want to talk as a reason as to why we might be experiencing languishing is around like purpose. So we kind of mentioned a little bit before in the sense of feeling pressure for that purpose or for that drive. But like as humans, a lot of us like to have a sense of purpose. Oh, yeah. Whether that sense of purpose is maybe you're really career driven and that's where your sense of purpose is. Maybe you're really educated, driven, and that's where your sense of purpose is. Maybe you're really compassionate, driven, and that's where your sense of purpose is. Or you want to see the world, right? All these different reasons where, like, that's where we find a lot of our value in and the things that we want to work towards, right? And then what's really difficult, and I think the reason why a lot of people are languishing, especially young people, is during COVID, a lot of us have been told what our purpose is or whatever we've been working towards isn't right. Whoa. <laughs> So what I mean by that is there's a really great example from the UK. Okay. And basically... I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically what happened in the UK is they label people essential workers and non-essential oh, workers.
1: Oh, I know where you're going with this. Which one really
0: kind of sucks if you're told that you're not essential if what you're doing is something you really believe in and have a lot of drive in and yeah. holds really close to you and really value, right? So that one sucks and, and can have a decent, you know, dent on your confidence and of view course. of self. But then what the UK also did was not only <laughs> yeah. say things as essential or non-essential, they created this new campaign, which was called the Rethink, Reskill and Reboot campaign, which was basically telling people, hey, you chose this as a career option or as kind of like a goal for yourself and we're telling you that actually that's not important and we we think you should reskill in this so what they had was uh, one example was of like a ballerina uh-huh. takes a amount of superb amount of training and dedication and it will 100% be involved in a person's value and yeah. purpose of being yourselves. and they're like oh, but you could retrain to work in cyber security which is more important
1: for, the, for you, maybe, but not for the
0: individual. Yeah, and what I mean is this can have a huge, huge impact on not just our view of self, our values, our sense of purpose, and what brings us joy, but also can create that languishing in ourselves yeah. because it's like, well, I had found meaning in my life, and I had found joy in my life, and value, and purpose, and drive, and motivation around this thing, and then... This big entity is telling me you're wrong.
1: Yeah, this is better. This is the path that you should go on.
0: You can totally understand how you then become demotivated, extremely tired, have a sense of disconnection, a lack of focus, right, when Mm -hmm. all this is going on for us. And that's just kind of, like, one example of, like, the career path kind of thing. But you can see how that has a huge impact, especially on young people.
1: You know what I want to talk about is how – Other folks, and I would say generally not young folks, have really taken a hold of this idea of young people not working right now and just collecting benefits from the government during COVID and, like, not working, collecting unemployment, essentially. And it's been, like, this really heavy topic, I find, within folks that are a little bit older of just like young people are so unmotivated like they have they have no drive they're just sitting around doing nothing just totally collecting unemployment checks and just traveling around and doing whatever and blah 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 blah. and it's like "Mm, is that really the case or have we been told that a lot of our jobs are not essential and now a bunch of things are out of our control and it's more of like this languishing factor that we're not talking about rather than just like A general lack of motivation within an entire group of people right because that's not of course as people we want to have a purpose we want to feel passionate we want to be doing these things we don't want to be yeah stuck well and when you think about it it's it's one of
0: those situations where you're trying really really hard and then someone goes that's not good enough and like that sucks like that, one hundred percent
1: will lead to apathy, right? Oh yeah, there's so much apathy yeah. right now too, which I, goes hand in hand with languishing. Yeah, apathy towards COVID, apathy towards the world, apathy towards others, ourselves. Yeah, I feel honestly part of the reason why I was lang- I was
0: languishing pretty hard for the last month. <laughs> I think part of it is that that thing of where I felt like I was trying to make the right choices that. Society tells me to. Yeah,
1: because like, you do want to be a part. I think most people want to be a part of, like, a functional society.
0: Well, even just in the sense of I felt like I'd done everything I had you you know, when mm-hmm. they said, like, lay out your you life You checked path. all the boxes. Yeah, that's what I mean is I felt like I checked the – I was checking all the boxes. I, you know, I went to university. I went and got a master's. I've been working nonstop ever since then in, like, a project lead position, and then I'm still – I'm still struggling day to day, <laughs> and then I un- like, and then it's just one of those things where I'm like, do- I'm doing everything everyone's telling me I was supposed to have done to make myself feel comfortable, make myself feel like I'm adding to everything, and yet it's still not good enough. I'm still not, <laughs> still not comfortable as a 28 year old, Ugh. you know. Yeah. So that in itself is demotivating because it's like, well, I've put all this effort into all this stuff that people told me was gonna mean that. M- I was going to be successful or, you know, maybe not have to live in affordable housing. I you should just stop lying to
1: people and just say, hey, you know what? (laughs) You can do the very best that you can do and sometimes life is still going to suck. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's sometimes where that languishing comes from too is like that that question of like, what is the point? I've been feeling that a lot. Yeah, definitely. What is the point? Or the the Groundhog Day feeling Mm. of every day is the same i'm waking up at the same time doing the same things at work as very similar conversations because we're not really moving forward as individuals and as a society so we are continuing to encounter the same stressors the same barriers yeah and not really knowing like what to do next well not having moments to even
0: define your year being broken up oh good point you know like when everything feels very similar you know if you're doing schooling online right that feel that makes every day feel very very the same right and then like you say we have that groundhog day and then we get to like everyone says where it's like oh it's like four months or whatever until 2022 wait no is that right eight yeah a month, and that's that feeling of languishing yeah right? of like, of like where oh.
1: did the time go exactly yeah my goodness another reason why a lot of us might be experiencing languishing is because we're just just like a generally socially exhausted and socially unstimulated or yeah so i find this so so interesting hit
0: it so becky research
1: be- <laughs> and I love that Becky loves research because Olivia does not.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I am an absolute geek for Google
1: Scholar and journals. So I'm a, I like wiki. I do. <laughs> I go down huge wiki holes. I was down one yesterday.
0: There's been some really interesting research into languishing and introversion versus extroversion. So for those who are in, unfamiliar with the terms introversion and extroversion, they are classes, one of the big five personality traits. So... There's a lot of research into, like, kind of core personality traits that we all hold, and one of them is a scale of extroversion. And extra, if you are high on the scale of extroversion, so what people would normally say is you're an extrovert or extroverted, that means that um, you get, like, a lot of your energy and their sense of kind of that, like, physical, like, buzz of being around people. You don't necessarily have to be, like, the life of the party, which a lot of people think extroversion means, but it just means that being on your own can be really tiring for you, really boring for you, doesn't bring you much joy. Being around other people, even if it just means you're sat in a room and not speaking to you, actually makes you feel good, brings you up kind of thing. Uh, the opposite to that is introversion, where it's like actually spending time on your own is a really great way of recharging for yourself kind of thing. So what's been really interesting is the research into languishing shows that people who are more extroverted can experience in languishing from being socially unstimulated. So, especially like within like lockdowns and things like that, if you are higher on extroversion, that could definitely mean that you might experience more langu- languishing because you're not getting your energy from other people. But what is also really interesting is for those who are more introverted who like need that time on their own to kind of like recharge their batteries. During like really heavily social times, so like think about the festive period where generally you're seeing a lot more people like chatting to more people. People who are higher on introversion actually might experiencing languishing then from those like incredibly always
1: social times and not having time to recharge their batteries on their own.
0: Yeah. Which is really interesting.
1: Oh, and one of the thing so I consider myself probably like an extrovert introvert. I really get a lot of social energy from being around people, but then I do also very much need my alone moments and enjoy my alone moments. Anyway, one of the things that I think has been contributing to my languaging and that I've heard a couple of my friends mention um, who are more extroverted is not being around new people, right? Because especially if you are extroverted and you get that energy from people. There's a big difference between being around the same group of people that you know and getting that energy from like the same consistent group of friends that you feel very comfortable with, um, that you feel safe with. I think a lot of extroversion energy can kind of be that uncomfortability with the chance to meet new people and talk to new people and like new ideas and new situations. And that's part of what gives me the energy That I like to get in those social situations. So that's been a big barrier for me is like maybe I am seeing my friends and maybe I am in nice, fun social situations, but it's all the same people all the time. And I'm not meeting anybody new, which doesn't give me the same like sense of fulfillment, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly. I guess that's maybe what it comes down to, why maybe so many of us are actually experiencing it quite a lot. is exactly what you say, just like lots of different reasons as to why we're not getting that sense of fulfillment. Yeah. I guess all the kind of things we've spoken about, actually, (laughs) are all different ways that maybe we're just not feeling fulfilled in what we're hoping to do or wanting to do. It's
1: a lot, isn't it? Well, and I think it being so much is, like we've said, one of the reasons Mm. we are experiencing languishing is because... There's so much going on that my brain is just like, nah, I can't. I can't, man. I -hmm. can't deal with thinking about any of this for one more second longer, which means I'm thinking about really nothing and just apathetic towards everything because everything feels too big to think about. Like life feels too big to think about. COVID's too big to think about. The environment's too big to think about. Like sometimes even chatting with your friends and being around your friends is too big to think about because all of them are going through a hard time. (laughs) It's just like, so at the end of the day, what is there left to do? I guess just turn your brain off and uh, binge watch The Office. <laughs> <laughs> or Parks and Rec. Yeah. One
0: thing I think is going to be really important for us to talk about is just a little bit about piercing out languishing from depression. Oh, yes. I think it's really important to kind of talk about the difference because a couple of reasons. One is from the some of the things that we've been talking about. I feel like some people will be listening and going, well, isn't that just depression? Like, that lack of focus, that feeling of apathy,
1: that kind of bland feeling. Those are definitely signs and symptoms of depression sometimes. And I think languishing can definitely lead to depression.
0: Or even just be, like, a part of that, like, the experience of depression. Yes, but
1: just because we're languishing does not mean that we are experiencing depression.
0: Yeah. We're going to try and purse them out from one or the other. But, you know, as always... The experience of languishing is not the same for everyone, the same as the experience of uh, depression is not the same for everyone. So yes. just bear that in mind. Um, but the reason why we kind of just want to say it is important to kind of hope, well, maybe not necessarily recognize, but speak to somebody if you're having a hard time with just that kind of general feeling is we actually might need to support ourselves in a d- different way one versus the other what might be really helpful for us if we're experiencing depression might not be helpful for us if we're experiencing languishing and vice versa Mm -hmm. um so the main thing is just around i guess languishing isn't necessarily about feeling good or feeling bad um it's more just that blah feeling it's that kind of like, you just know that you're not feeling quite yourself, but you're not necessarily feeling sad. You're not necessarily feeling hopeless or worthless. It's just like, bleh, mm-hmm. if that makes sense.
1: I wish the listeners could see your face while you're doing that. <laughs> <Just like laughs> it's really good, you guys. <laughs> um, or, and with languishing, you may have moments of anxiety, for sure, and worry. But these are like natural responses to everyday stress and not... Just being anxious constantly. Mm -hmm. Right. And not having that more like lingering feeling of anxiety or unknowingness and doom and not like a permanent state of mind of everything is falling apart and I don't know what to do and I can't get up in the morning because everything's horrible.
0: And also a big part of, you know, for a lot of people experiencing depression, anxiety, there can be like intrusive th- thoughts. Yes. Um, whereas that tends to be less the case with languishing. Um, so that's another way that we might parcel them out a little bit. But one thing I do kind of want to mention that can be especially tricky to parcel one out from the other is adihonic depression, or some people might just refer to it as adahenia, which is like the inability to feel pleasure. Ah, so, that can be particularly hard to purse out from languishing because when we're languishing, like we've said before, the things that usually bring us joy might not bring us that much, as much joy at that moment in time. And that can be the same with people with like experiencing adahenia, is like not experiencing that pleasure, not experiencing that excitement about doing something. Um, and sometimes it, it's around just like one, I guess, how how much that is but also kind of how long we experience that for yeah I mean general rule of thumb when we're talking about anything regarding mental health is if you're having a hard time is someone talk to somebody about that's
1: what I was just about to say (laughs) yeah I think the reason like Becky said earlier that we wanted to distinguish between depression and languishing is you know depression is that that more like clinical mental mm. health challenge where you're struggling on a daily basis and you're struggling very much so right where you need support and you feel just as though like why am I even here right now right versus languishing is definitely can still give us very like can be very hard and give us very intense feelings but it's not so much of that like diagnosable I am going more of like hopefully more temporary right rather than something that is a consistent barrier for us
0: yeah and languishing has less of that like doom aspect to us um that kind of like dread or like even just like that fear aspect to it right languishing is more just about that like I'm just not feeling up, but I'm also not feeling down.
1: Yeah, and you're maybe just not even feeling yourself really, right? Yeah. I think that's a really big part of languishing is not knowing really who you are and where, like what you want right now and what your life direction should be and what you should be pursuing and why, and that's a big part of it for me. It's like least. an existential crisis. Honestly, no, that's a really good way to describe it as I think languishing can definitely feel like an existential crisis yeah. for sure midlife crisis existential crisis whatever (laughs) (laughs) I feel Uh, like I'm in
0: existential crisis
1: oh man I'm too well I'd hope I'm too young for a midlife crisis to be honest I I do feel as though and we mentioned it a little bit at the beginning of the podcast is that I have finally kind of come out of the other side of my languishing phase um the way that I tend to describe it to people is that I in life tend to feel as though there are two different modes and there is the mode where I, in my spirit and in my soul, feel as though I'm on the right life path and doing what I am meant to be doing and feel fully whole. And then there's other times where I feel I'm like, where's the path? <laughs> I don't know what path. Is there a path? I don't really know what's happening. And those times are either like supplemented with depression or anxiety or languishing or just a general sense of like, I don't really know how to figure this out right now. But when I'm in that state, there are lots of supportive things that I can do to eventually get back to the path of, okay, now I feel whole with myself and where I'm supposed to be going. Um, And one of those things is just remembering that eventually it will get better right that's the that's the number one thing that gets me through life in general and my very roller coaster up and down emotions is knowing I have ups and I have downs and I have those periods where I don't even care about the ups and downs but eventually I know that I will find myself back towards an up and then I'll be able to recenter and reevaluate and then hopefully move forward from there right yeah think it's a little bit more tricky right now because, like we mentioned, a lot of the circumstances that are causing folks to feel that sense of languishing are outside of our control and ones that we can't um, maybe feel as though we can directly attack and try to remove that barrier to then support ourselves to be out of languishing. But with anything related to control and knowing what's inside our control and outside of our control... One of the things that is most helpful for us is staying present in the moment Mm -hmm. and remembering that there are things in the immediate moment, taking things one step at a time that I can do to support my like mental wellness in the here and now and try to just be okay in this moment immediately rather than thinking so far in the future. That's another thing. I'm going on a long rant now. Sorry. No, go for it. I find and I don't know if you find this with the feeling of languishing because you're searching and you're searching for the reason why you feel this way, you're often looking towards the future quite a bit mm. and future thinking a lot. Yeah. which creates anxiety. It creates like a I guess a sense of unknowingness too. Yeah. um and honestly just perpetuates I think the the languishing feeling. Yeah. I agree. All that to say. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: that's kind of, I guess, your first tip on supporting yourself. Oh, yeah. Keep um, focus on the present moment. Yeah. So we're going to take a very quick ad break with Staple Studio and then we'll be back and talking about more.
1: We are currently recording in the podcast booth inside Staples Studio, located in Kelowna. Staples Studio is a co-working space for those looking for a safe alternative to working from home. I know I feel so stuck at home these days, and going to Staples makes me feel like I actually have a change of pace. They offer not only a safe space to work with desks, offices, private phone booths and meeting rooms they are connected to the staples store where they have everything you need under one roof studio is more than just a co-working space studio is a community to help you work learn and grow follow them on instagram at staples studio canada for more information on locations pricing and amenities please visit studio.staples.ca and book a virtual tour
0: All right, so what kind of
1: stuff help us stay in the present moment, Becky?
0: <gasps> I am all about like I mentioned before, those grounding techniques. Mm, yes. So and uh, when I do grounding techniques I need something like quite physical. I very like touch. What's Ta- the word? Tactile. tactile. Yeah. So for a lot of people they do like the five four three two one grounding technique, which is like naming five things you can see, four things you can touch three things you can hear. Two things you can smell,
1: one thing you can taste. There you go. Olivia knows that every time I'm like, I don't know the five senses. I don't know them when I'm doing it, or when someone else is doing it. I'm like, come on, let's go. <laughs> you should know these. <laughs> I honestly should the amount of times I have to <laughs> share that. Um but I definitely
0: when it comes to those ground attendees, need the like more feel touch thing. Yeah. So like I said, I've been going to like the lake to just put my feet in the water. We got rain here the other day in Kelowna and it went Less. out for a walk in the rain one because it just felt so nice having like the rain on my on my skin didn't go out in a jacket or anything just had like my shorts and t-shirt on because I just wanted to feel it on my skin um also helped me feel a little bit like less homesick So I was like it's I was gonna <laughs> ask that <laughs> um so those kind of things as well as um I do like quite a lot of like crafty things that involve my hands and that helps me stay in the present moment because when I'm doing that I really do like tell myself, okay, like you're just focusing on like rolling out this piece of clay or whatever and that kind of stuff. So that's what I find probably really helpful for that really in the moment things. Because I think like you say, when we're languishing, all we're doing is thinking about the future and like, oh, what, like tomorrow I've got to do whatever. And it's going to take so much energy and I can't be bothered, blah, 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 blah. But if with that stuff keeping me in the present, that really, really helps me just like focus on like, this is what you're doing now and
1: also a little bit like go you look at what you're doing now yeah, as well. Totally. <laughs> I think that that's the technique in itself is the go you, you mm-hmm. know, celebrating what we do get done even if it's just some even if it seems very small, right? Mm-hmm. The other day <laughs> the other day Becky and I were out with some friends and I just was so incredibly grumpy because I needed to eat and there was many options for me, right? I could have ordered something, I could have walked and in- got something I could have made something at your house or wherever very like easy problem to fix and it was impossible it was <laughs> absolutely impossible I was like nah can't do it can't can't I'm so hungry and I can't have the motivation to even do something as simple as nourish my body but then eventually I figured it out after a couple hours of just like absolute emotional turmoil and I did feed my body and I ate some food and I was like Heck yeah, Olivia. Good job. Like, yeah. this was so hard for you to do for just to just like put food in your mouth because you knew it was going to make you feel better. That was tough. Good job. Mm-hmm. Like, and you made a meal. You know, you didn't even buy it. You made it. Yes, yeah. girl.
0: Yes. Yeah. I feel like it is really about celebrating those like small things. 100%. Because, I, like we said before, part of that languishing is also, like, that really, like, zoomed out kind of approach it's to things, so zoomed right? out, yeah. Where it's like, oh, I should be, like, doing all these things yeah. for my life purpose. Because
1: I want to be great at life and I got to be a functioning member of society mm-hmm. and I want to make lots of money and then I want to be successful and I'm blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And it's like, okay, like,
0: that's great. But, like, sometimes we need to just, like, fully zoom in and, like, celebrate those day-to-day things we've actually done for ourselves. Yes. Right? Because, like, if we even don't... Do those things. Say we even are working towards like a really big goal. So say we're trying to set up a small business. If all we do is focus on I want to be making this profit off my business. Yeah. That's so stressful for one. Also pretty um motivating can definitely maybe we might experience languishing in regards to that. But if we actually stop and celebrate those small things of like I named my business today. Yeah. I created a logo for my business today. I set up a like I don't know I bought the name for my website today all those things that we're celebrating and then it's like woo like then are celebrating along the
1: way such a good point because that naturally creates more motivation as well Mm -hmm. I think one of the hardest things with languishing is the way that we know that we're going to get out of that feeling is by having our passion sparked Mm -hmm. and the way that we naturally tend to try to light that passion is thinking okay, like, so what's next for me? What am I going to do? What am I going to pursue? What's the future going to look like? Thinking about what it is that we want our life to look like and how we're going to kind of supplement that with our passions and whatever. And that is such, like, that's so much pressure to put on ourselves, especially when we are. I don't know why this is so hard for me to put into words. I'm trying to explain how languishing sticks around because we're not motivated and because... We don't have, we don't feel like that general like passion and that spark lit. And the way that we tend to deal with languishing is by future thinking and future thinking about how we're going to find that passion and light that spark. Mm. But future thinking about that type of stuff just provokes more anxiety, which sends us into a downward spiral where actually us thinking about how we're going to function in the future and what passions we want to have and all of this like anxiety provoking thinking pushes us farther away from bringing ourselves out of that languishing moment because then we just get sucked down into a wormhole of anxiety and then thinking about all of these really big huge things that will have a large impact on us and are super stressful and then all of a sudden it's like great so now I have even less motivation and even less passion because I was sitting here trying to figure it out. And I can't figure it out. So yeah. screw this kind of thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Hopefully that made sense. <laughs> no, that does make okay. sense. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like more of that like taking it one day at a time. And just, yeah, like you say being present in the moment. And, and not
1: putting so much pressure on you to like find out what you want to be passionate about next. Or to like keep mm-hmm. moving forward. I think that actually does more harm than good of like really trying to force yourself out of languishing by thinking about what the next step is for you and what you want to do I at least feel as though that does more harm than good yeah well just
0: that like expectation that like our motivation slash whatever it is goals drive will always be going up in a linear fashion
1: that's a perfect way to describe it yeah it's like demotivating. it'll it'll sometimes it's down on a downward trajectory Mm -hmm. and that's okay Okay. One of the other things that we can do that's less complicated of what I was just describing (laughs) is changing our environment. So I went to work at my grandparents' house for the past two days and it was so nice. And I got so much work done because I was in a different space, changed it up a little bit, just very small change, honestly, but it did make a big difference in just, I guess, that Groundhog Day type of thinking of everything's the same. Like, what's the point? Well, it also helps in that sense, I think, sometimes of like, you know, when
0: people are like, what do you do with your day today?" Yeah. I think, think it nothing. helps you reflect a little <laughs> bit more. Like, I know the days when I'm like, I'm going to go work in a coffee shop today instead of from at home. When my boyfriend comes home and is like, how was your day today? I'll always respond a bit more like, oh, I actually got X, Y and Z done today. Yeah. Even if I've done the same amount of work at home. I feel like I seem to like recall it better in a different environment because I'm not like, oh, I just sat in the same seat all day and I'm going to sit in this seat tonight as well when I watch TV. So I think sometimes it helps with that Groundhog Day and like breaking that stuff up. And even that change in that environment can be that you're just like going outside for like... 10 seconds and just seeing a different space.
1: And it helps us celebrate ourselves a bit more too, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're going to a coffee shop, which means you got out of the house. Mm -hmm. You must, you walk there probably, which means you got a little bit of exercise. You had to speak to the barista, which means that you probably had a little bit of social interaction, right? So you are by simply changing your environment a lot of the time, like just leaving your house for me can feel like a big achievement on some days, especially when I'm languishing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, good job, Olivia. Like you just got, even though you just got in your car and went five minutes down the street, you did something. Yeah. Right. Another one that I think is super helpful is just chatting about it with other folks. Right. I think having those conversations with our friends and with the folks around us of just, here's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like pretty, just all of the time. And having that conversation of like, oh yes, like me too. Mm-hmm. I am right there with you and I'm not feeling that great either yeah. can be very validating, which means we're putting less pressure on ourselves, which means we're actually supporting ourselves to with our languishing moments. Yeah,
0: Well, and also just letting people know where that, where we're at as well. So like, I know with my boyfriend, I was a little bit like, you know what? I'm just feeling a bit flat lately. So like, yeah, I'm probably going to need maybe a little bit more encouragement when it comes to like, is doing something in the sense of, Say he suggests we go for a bike ride. I might be be like, ah, I might be like, I need to let you know when those situations arise. I might need you just to give me a little bit more encouragement of like, remember how you feel after you've done a bike ride, yeah, or something like that. Or even I might need a little bit more help, even with suggestions of what I want to do, because I don't know about you, but when I'm languishing and somebody's like, so what do you want to do? Like, what is it that might help you feel better? I'll be like. I don't know anything. Um, There's nothing to do. So I was a little bit like, I'm probably going to need a little bit more help even when it comes to you saying, it's Saturday night. Is there anything you want to do with the evening? If you don't come out with any suggestions or help me with that, then I'm probably just going to be like, well, I'll just sit in front of the TV because it's too much for me to think about.
1: Well, and I'm so happy that you brought that up because that kind of communication not only helps you and helps where you're at because you have a wonderful partner and wonderful friends or whoever it is in your life that is supporting you through your period of languishing and helping you to reduce those barriers by, you know, supporting you with your motivation and supporting you with knowing, like, and coming up with things that are going to be good for your wellness um, but also it supports us with potentially like future circumstances right because if we're languishing and you're with your partner and all of a sudden you don't have like this light for life right now and you're just feeling a little blah and not yourself your partner can can probably notice that right and they see the change in you so preemptively kind of having that conversation could Stop things like them feeling as though it's their fault or your friends feeling as though, like, worrying about you or – and it just helps them to know how to support you and it supports them too. Yeah, exactly. Just talk about it.
0: We've got a few more suggestions. One thing that actually was being really helpful for me is, like, giving myself permission to enjoy things. So – We've kind of spoken about how we might be experiencing languishing due to, like, the amount of pressure we experience from ourselves or society to always be, like, productive, working on big things, being able to say that you've done something with your day, even. Honest, I know sometimes. That's a big one yeah. for me. Um, and one thing that I've been doing is kind of giving myself to be at permission to actually just enjoy the things that I would normally think are unproductive or should be doing something better. Oh, yeah. So, for example, I absolutely love the TV program Shit's Creek. <laughs> And before I kind of was giving myself the permission to actually enjoy it, I'd be like, oh, all I've done is watch Shit's Creek this evening. That's all I've done this afternoon. And it's like, okay, well, that's kind of judgmental and that kind of makes me feel worse. Yeah. I tell myself that. Instead, I started to try and reword it of like, you really enjoy Shit's Creek, the TV program. Like, so you spent some time doing an activity that you enjoy and watching a TV program yeah. that you enjoy. And that actually helped me feel a little bit like motivated and give myself a little bit more go
1: I love that like taking stock and taking count of the things that do give you joy even if they're not necessarily seen as productive in your eyes or in society's eyes or like in your friend's eyes right rewriting that script changing that narrative to say no the important thing right now is that I am Feeding my soul with the things that mm-hmm. do evoke those emotions of happiness and pleasure, whatever it is, and knowing that that is good for me right now, yeah. Rather than being in this gray space of and and judging myself too, like that's not going to help anyone. Yeah, or even like I I get really
0: tired, mm-hmm. um, and like I get really physically tired if I'm emotionally tired. So like, um, there's a couple of weekends where I was like, I just need to like have a nap. Yeah. and normally be like "Oh, it's the weekend becky like you've actually kind of not done anything so like why do you need to take a nap and be quite judgmental of myself again making myself feel worse than being helpful versus then it was like oh like you actually went and had a nap because you were tired like well done for listening to your body and doing what your body needs oh yeah and then i'd be like okay like i'm actually ready to like pick myself up after my nap now, and maybe I, I am going to go do something. Whereas if I was stuck in that self-critical thought of like, why did you have a nap? You've not gone and done anything today. I It then just leads to me being like, well, now I'm even less motivated and I want to do less.
1: Yeah. Love it. Well, that's about all I have. Yeah, I would say so. Well, l- what really works, listeners, if you're languishing right now, you are not alone. I promise mm-hmm. you that. You are definitely not alone. Um, You know what? And I think this this episode is especially kind of out there for for the young people for for (laughs) for those folks out there that uh that are like Becky and I and tend to put a lot of pressure on yourselves and tend to feel as though you always need to be reaching for the stars and uh right now the the sky is pretty cloudy and that's okay um but we can do the things that we mentioned in the podcast to support ourselves but also just whatever it is that is uh is feeding your your spirit at the moment try to lean into that and yeah chat with people if you're having a hard time and hopefully we will chat with you guys soon thank you everyone for listening yep thanks everyone have a good day goodbye bye thanks again for
0: listening to us we hope you enjoyed this podcast you can find us on all major podcast streaming platforms and if you don't want to miss any future episodes you can follow us or subscribe to what really works to find more from Discovery College, go to discoverycollegekelona.com. And thanks again to Staple Studio in supporting us to produce this podcast.